0: Mind, body, and soul, be a better you, the Edge of the Mind podcast for mental health and physical well-being.
1: Welcome back to Edge of the Mind podcast by PWE. I am your host, Dan O'Mack. This is about real everyday people sharing stories of their struggles with their journey of mental health, physical well-being, and overcoming adversity. This podcast is intended to motivate, inspire, and encourage one another in our journeys of being better today than we were yesterday. This podcast wouldn't be uh, possible without our sponsors and partners. First off is Rue Psychedelics. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Rue Psychedelics. Whirlwind Productions Detroit, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Whirlwind Productions DET. If you're looking for any podcast production or voiceover work, you can reach out to them. You can also email them at Det at gmail.com. Brain Jerk Entertainment, they are more than a podcast. You can find all their content at BrainJerk.com. On social media, on Facebook, they're Brain Jerk Entertainment Company. And Brain Jerk Entertainment on Twitter, or I don't even know if they're on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. They're on Twitch. They're on YouTube. You, you can find their content everywhere. They go live every day on Facebook and Twitch and, and YouTube. But if you go to brainjerk.com, you'll find all their content. They do some amazing things, especially for um, Monroe and Monroe County, Michigan. So check them check out. Uh Jayquist Photography. If you're looking for um any photography works, reach out to Ronnie uh, for any photography needs. Find him on Facebook and TikTok at Jakwis Photography, J A Q U I S Photography. Ronnie Jaquis on Instagram and horror underscore style on Twitter. Um, if you're looking for any graphic design work, you can reach out to Tony Garrix at graphics by Garrix. Um, He has affordable pricing, quick turnaround times. He did uh, some work for us on Pro Wrestling Edge's 200th episode that we recorded at the beginning of the week here, and uh, he does fantastic work. Like I said, quick turnaround times, very affordable pricing. Reach out to Tony Garrix at uh, Graphics by Garrix. Also, Combat One Wrestling. Combat One Wrestling will be having their first show, We Are One, on October 28th at the Elite Sportsplex. Make sure I have that right. I don't want to butcher that. Uh, yes, it's the Elite Sports Plex in Waterford, Michigan. Uh, doors will be open at six forty-five. Bell time is seven fifteen. You can buy tickets at the door starting at fifteen dollars, or online at Eventbrite. The link to purchase tickets will be in the uh, description of this podcast. So check out Combat One Wrestling. Um, this is a pretty important episode of edge of the mind i have a special co-host for this one um you know him as a co-host on pro wrestling edge and the host of talking sports with pwe big kaz how's it going man
2: uh it's going it's going uh it's been quite the week like you said we celebrated the 200 episode go give that a listen and you know you can win free tickets to that combat one that you were just talking about from us but yeah this this one is a uh, This one hits close to home, you know. It's kind of, I don't want to say personal because I don't live it, but we we know somebody. We know people very personally that's going through this.
1: Right. Um, Today is um, Friday, October 7th. This is National Trigeminal Neuralgia Awareness Awareness Day. And if you're not familiar with what that is, um, Trigeminal Neuralgia is a debilitating condition, um, that affects the face, the, the nerves in the face. Um, but today is the day that we encourage everyone who experiences these symptoms, family, friends to, to be able to, um, get that awareness out there for this, um, for this terrible condition. Um, some of the details of it, uh, Trigeminal neuralgia is also called TN for short. Um, It's linked to the trigeminal nerve, which is the... Let me make sure I pull up the right... just want to make sure I have the right... Okay, here we go. Um, It's a painful condition caused by a disorder in the fifth cranial nerve known as the trigeminal nerve, which carries sensation from your face to your brain. Um, If you have trigeminal neuralgia, daily activities like shaving, brushing your teeth, putting on makeup, um, the breeze or the wind blowing in your face if you're outside, these are all things that can trigger um, an, an episode of it. And it's frustrating It's um, a debilitating condition, Um, and a lot of times this is diagnosed incorrectly. It's diagnosed as a dental, something with your teeth or whatever. So people experience pain for long periods of time and the frustration of not knowing what it is. It affects the face. It can affect the lips, the eyes, the nose, the scalp, the forehead, your upper and lower jaw. Um this pain can differ from each person. um, it's persistent, um and it only affects four point three of every hundred thousand people per year. Um There is a few different kinds, some is a a where you're constantly having a pain, you're constantly having a pain 24 seven, it doesn't uh, light up, or you could have these episodes where it feels like electrical shock is going through your face. And we know someone that, that, that suffers from this, a close personal friend of ours, uh, Verdi Shagnon, his wife, Holly suffers from this condition. And, and, um, have you been around her after she's had one?
2: I, I, have been at the house, uh, <clears throat> I don't really know, you know, if she was, had already had one, like throughout the day before I had gotten there or, but you, you could see the effects just, you know, there's like helplessness, you know, like, and you don't know what to say or do, you know, but that's, that's the thing where Bertie's like the toughest person ever, you know, like he, he somehow, and, and the kids too, they somehow know how to try to make it better for her. Um, Like you said, it's debilitating, no matter what anybody could do, you can't just erase that pain. And when I first heard about it, I wasn't like super sure, but I knew somebody that had like fibromyalgia and I kind of thought I, I, you know, in comparison to, it seems kind of similar. It's a nerve disorder in a sense, but uh, Trigen only affects the face and I know that you mentioned wind. I know for a fact I've heard her mention like the wind has been a trigger for her, and not all trigger for each case either. You know,
1: yeah, it's all different. And I know um, I can't think of my thought I I just had, Um, but uh, so I've uh, you can't similar to mental health, you can't see this condition um, normally when the person is going through their day and their life. Um, It's not like a broken arm. You break your arm or you break your foot. You're wearing a cast. You you have a walking boot on. People can see you have some kind of a injury or you have some kind of an illness when it's something that's visible. Uh, This similar to mental health is not visible. Like you don't know it. I know I've been. Well, I don't want
2: to say like, it's not visible, like in a sense, in an everyday life, you can't right. look at Molly and know, but there is, you know, when it does. Uh, like I've seen, I've seen her, her face gets red, and yeah, you know, it's. I don't know if it's from her, you know, just trying to hold her own face and just marks, but you can right. see something happening there. Right, but there. what I was
1: meaning was on a normal everyday basis, um, when she doesn't have um, an episode of it when she doesn't have a flare-up, when she doesn't have one. is You you, you don't know somebody is suffering from this. She's then, such an
2: amazing person. You don't know when she's having them, too.
1: She is so good with it. But I've noticed I've been around her like post her having it. And like you said, her face gets red. Um, she'll have marks on her face. Because I can't even imagine to believe someone having a pain that is consistent with their saying an electrical shock. Can you have you ever been electrocuted? I have. <laughs> it's not enjoyable. It's not yeah. enjoyable. I I've I've been electrocuted with um with uh, two forty. I was um I was demoing a kitchen and I was disconnecting a dishwasher that I thought was wasn't live and it was and I got a pretty good shock and uh, but I just and it lasted just for a moment and and it hurt and I the after effects of it you know I felt kind of like. I was hit by a truck, and can you imagine that type of pain in your face? And, and and like, and the one thing that I I I know that like you had made the point, it affects Verdi, it affects their kids, it uh, obviously affects Holly, but like, it can change their plans on a drop of a hat, and and to have two children that are so. Um, understanding and so um, caring for their mom when she's having this condition of, you know, they might have a, a a family outing planned or something, and this can take can take you right out. And so those plans can change immediately because when this is happening, you're not in any type of condition to go anywhere. You're not in any type of condition to do anything at that moment. So it can change. Plans uh, on a drop of a hat. So, this affects so many more people than just the person that has the condition. And I can't imagine how this affects people that suffer from this mentally. Like,
2: yeah, because every bit, like, you know, when you get injured or you have some physical pain and it uh, sidelines you or, in whatever sense, it does affect your mental capability because you feel like, and as I could only imagine as a mother, like Holly and a wife um, to keep pushing through and to have to, she, she, she sucks it up and does it. And there's gotta be days to where mentally, even when you're not in pain, like it could just exhaust you. Right. And I'm sure there's triggers, things like that. Like they'll play hand in hand. Uh, like you said, wind can cause some things. I'm sure just loud noises or a headache. You know?
1: So I have a list of some of the symptoms that, that can include one or more of these. Episodes of severe shooting and jabbing pain that feel like an electrical shock. Spontaneous attacks of pain or attacks triggered by things such as touching the face Chewing, speaking, brushing your teeth, uh, these attacks of pain can last from a few seconds to several minutes. The pain occurs with facial facial spasms as well. Um, both bouts of multiple attacks can last for days, weeks, months, or even longer periods of time. Um, and then some people can have the same stretch of period where they experience no pain. Mm-hmm. um pain in the areas you know like i said earlier cheek jaw teeth gums lips um less often but can be in the eyes and the forehead as well you know the pain um affecting one side of your face at a time uh the pain can focus on one spot and then it can spread in a wider pattern um and it rarely occurs at night while you're sleeping so it's it's
0: but there's got to be something day
1: when your brain
2: is active, your, your heart is when going.
1: When your brain is active, when you're the most busy with life, working, taking care of a house, taking care of a family, um, interacting with people. Because um, when
2: you're sleeping, you're not, I mean, yeah, you might be thinking about things or dreaming or whatnot. Right. But in the day, uh, especially now, like how many people multitask? Right. That's just in general. Okay, let's see multitask okay holly she's like we said a wife a mother and her husband works also works a full-time job has a dream that he's following in the professional wrestling world right. where this man's traveling and this she she goes with him you know
1: right and these attacks can become more frequent and last longer and more intense as time goes on um the Mayo Clinic says, when do you see a doctor? If you experience any kind of facial pain, particularly something that's prolonged or reoccurring, um, a pain unrelieved by over-the-counter pain pain meds, um, definitely are things that you need to see a doctor. And um, like, like I said earlier, I was reading an article where it said, um, this is typically can be diagnosed as... Something else it could be diagnosed as as uh, something a tooth a toothache or or something with your teeth or abscess tooth or an abscess tooth, an tooth and whatnot. Um, well, then
2: you know you went back you said you mentioned uh hard to chew right? right I mean when it's hard to chew, do you want to eat exactly and and Holly has put that out there online she's been very self conscious about you know her weight and all of it ties in and it just affects different parts of her body and not just the nerves in her face. It causes her not to be able to eat, you know, which is not saying that she's unhealthy, but it you, when you're not getting the proper diet that you're on to even sustain and survive, um, like it just affects everything. Also along with the mental and the physical and just yeah, the yeah. face.
1: Just imagine the mental somebody goes through and, and like, you know, I, I, I haven't had conversation with Holly specifically about how it affects her mentally, but can you just imagine like, like, you know, like you said, she's so worried at times about eating cause chewing can do it. And she's so aware of her surroundings. And, and, and so it almost gets to the point where like, I, I can only imagine like she could overthink because she's trying to make sure she doesn't bring something on and, and it can bring on to me. I think it could bring on self-consciousness where you're worried about what others, how they see you, how they think about you. And, you know, another one of these says smiling can do it depending on the, the, you know, from person to person. It can vary. Washing your face. Normal everyday activities that we take for granted. Shaving for guys, touch it. How many times a day? I, I I'd like our listeners just to just to think about this. Just be for for 15 minutes, be conscious about the number of times you touch your face. And know that every time you subconsciously just, I mean, how many times we're, we're on video. How many times have you seen me touch my face since, since we've been talking?
2: Oh, I'm a beard stroker. I do it all the time. Exactly.
1: So something as simple as a routine that everyone does and it's, and it's subconscious that we always just touch our face.
2: Well, I mean, with it being nerves, like hot and cold drinks could do it.
1: Exactly. So just things that we take for granted, you know, you know, like people like, oh, I'm gonna you know, they have a convertible. I'm gonna put the top down. i'm I'm gonna let the wind blow through my hair and all that. that that can be something that can bring on an, an episode that could take Holly out or take out someone that that suffers from this where it's so painful. Just just do that. fifteen minutes. Just try to keep track of eating. All of us eat. We touch our face unknowingly drinking the action of drinking because the muscles in your face move and it's hatched to your nerves talking. We are two people that don't shut up. You know what I'm saying? so like knowing that something that we just do on a regular basis and we take for granted that we're able to do these things can affect someone in such a horrific way. And not only does it affect them, it affects their loved ones around them too, because one I've I've had conversations with Verdi. It kills him when she's going through one of these these um, these these triggers in one of these episodes. It kills him because everyone around her and herself, they all feel helpless. There's nothing can be done. And like you said earlier, the kids and, and Verdi and, and they, they do their best to be understanding and there and try to do what they can to help. But, but you feel helpless, like your hands are tied, like you're seeing somebody that you care about in so much pain for something that we, an action that we take for granted. All these things that we discussed and how that can weigh on on somebody's mental health and and physical well-being, because like you had mentioned, you know, being self-conscious about going out in public and eating in public, like going out to dinner with your family and you're self-conscious because you're afraid if you're you, you chew and you eat that it could cause one right in the restaurant. So you're not even wanting to eat because you don't want the eyes on you of people looking if, if you have one. And
2: you know and then you don't and then you don't eat and the, beyond the mental health like you start having other physical problems.
1: Right. It just, and and it's
2: always you know the way uh, it goes with doctors and hospitals they, they don't always get it right either. So you start having other physical elements and then they give you medicines that might do more harm because they're counteracting with other medicines and it's so like now you also have to make sure you keep yourself healthy enough to where you don't get sick in other ways and right handle the ones that you can as much as you can and then still be you know ahead of household a a a family person and she doesn't let her kids suffer or her husband suffer no you know like even going through this she always puts them first and she's been out and and had attacks at shows. I you know right. I believe I remember, you know, at the circus she said that it wasn't bad but she wasn't feeling the greatest, but you could look at her and didn't even know.
1: Right. And one of the things that we can all do to support someone that that suffers from this is wearing teal. Teal is the the color of awareness for trigeminal neuralgia. So on this day and any day wearing teal is, is a sign of, of support. It's a sign of encouragement. It's a sign of motivating them to take, you know, take each day with what comes to them and just keep moving forward, you know? And it's, it's so amazing to see how, and I'm not saying there's not other people, and we're talking about Holly a lot, but it's because she's somebody that we that we know that we care about, that we've seen her going through this. And, and we'll
2: go back to that stat you said. It's four
1: point three people out of a hundred thousand. It's very, it's not a common, you know, it's it's very rare, and just to see how strong this woman is. Mentally, physically, and I know she suffers daily, but just she is just and and Verdi will say it all the time. She's amazing and he'll he'll do appreciation posts for her. And she just I could not imagine what she goes through on a day to day basis and how strong she is, even on her worst times. She's stronger than most of us could ever be. You know, she I just it, it's it's heartbreaking when you see someone that you care about. We both are very close to Verdi. And because of being close to Verdi, we've we've come to know Holly very well. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: it's like that like out of it, just our personal relationship, but like there's a lot of people that absolutely care you know we mentioned it on the 200th episode that came out earlier this week we talked about the benefit show the money that was raised to help because you know that's uh, that's another struggle that affects the family is the the you know that come with the medical because i don't know what kind of tests need to be ran and and you said it always gets misdiagnosed right i can imagine it's probably repetitive testing testing over and over and over trying different things and different drugs, you know, and like me personally, I don't like to do a lot of different, you know, prescription meds. uh, And there's always something that seems to counteract. Like if your chemical balance doesn't mesh with what they're giving you or whatever and whatnot, but it gets expensive. And that's another toll on the physical being of a person, the mental being of a person.
1: Right. So that was January, of 2020 it was right before the pandemic started am am, am, am i right with my dates january of 2020
2: it's some it's uh, yeah you're right with before the pandemic i can't i believe mary is right
1: it was right before the pandemic um it was that time right before um and if you listen to the 200th episode of pro wrestling edge at the time that was me and Bernard on the podcast. And when this benefit show was announced, it was obviously put on for, for Holly. It was to raise money to help with medical expenses needed for testing needed for, um, you know, the family to help with the hardship that debilitating illnesses can bring on the people. And it was put on by, uh, Verdi, it was put on by A7s, and it was put on by Roughhouse Rob. And when this show was announced that they were doing this, I reached out to Verdi and was like, "How can Pro Wrestling Edge help? How can we help spread the word for this?" And I um, had the honor and privilege to have Verdi and Roughhouse Rob come on the podcast the week of the, sh- the, the benefit show. And we talked about the show in a whole, we talked about Holly. We talked about how this uh, affects her. And, and I'm going to try to pull some audio from that interview and, 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 and put it at the end of this episode when, when we're done. So people can hear some of the things that Verdi talked about. And, um, you know, he was very emotional because of, you know the helpless feeling he gets when he sees her doing this, and and he knows that we're doing this. Um, he knows that we're doing this episode for Holly and for everyone that suffers with trigeminal neuralgia, and and for the Shagnon family because we we love the Shagnon family. Um, and Verdi uh, was was he just was like, guys, I can't come on and talk about it. It's just it's it's emotional. It's you know it's mentally you know, it's, it's mentally upset. You know, it's, it's emotional. And he said, I don't think I can get through talking about it. And we said, Verdi, we got you. You know, we, I'm going to try to pull some audio from that interview I did with him before where he talked about Holly and talked about what she goes through and some of the things that um, triggers her and, and whatnot. So, but it was, we packed that place that day. You we talked about on the 200th episode of Personality. You were there with your girls. Nick the Gooch was there with his daughter. Um, Josh and Jordan were both. No, Jordan was still in Florida, I think. Josh was there. Some of our other friends came, and and Bernard and I were there. We did a we did a show, a podcast episode from there, and and that is on you know the pro wrestling edge um you know podcast page uh find all those episodes at pwepod.com, and and it was such a great feeling to be able to see all the support that when someone is in a time of need that they were given and there was a lot of money raised there was auctions and they had stuff that they had auctioned and you know and 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 the you know the ticket sales and stuff went went to everything and and they was just and they announced at the end it's on the episode that we did live uh they announced how much money was raised and it was just a fantastic day to to help bring awareness because until and i'll be honest and i'm sure you'll say the same thing until i met Verdi, I had no idea what this was. Mm-mm. It's so uncommon that people don't know what this is. And that's another reason why we wanted to do this episode was to help spread awareness and what better time is on the National Awareness Day for Trigeminal Neuralgia to uh, to, to get the word out, and that's what Trigeminal Neuralgia Awareness Day is for: is to spread awareness, to spread. The message on on this debilitating illness and what it can it can cause and what it can affect people, and when you see someone going through it and and you know a family that is that is suffering with with having to go through the trials and tribulations of it, it it's it's definitely eye opening to you know not take for granted the small things that we do every day that that can can hurt Holly and can hurt anyone that has this, you know, TN. So um, I had a couple more facts I want to bring up, but um, I know we've talked about on Pro Wrestling Edge, and we do have a lot of listeners on this episode, this podcast that don't listen to Pro Wrestling Edge, but, but talk a little bit about um, your relationship with, Verdi and holly and 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 how that all came to be and 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 everything
2: well like just like most of the people we meet in wrestling i just met Verdi at shows and i think at the uh the the benefit show for holly's where even though i i was told what it was i didn't exactly know what it was and down the line, mine and Bertie's paths crossed where we ended up spending a lot of time and talking together and we got to know each other really good. And then I started going and hanging out at the house and I'd go on road trips with them, with Bertie alone to where he would talk personally to me, not only about that, but about, you know, his, his mental health that he goes through and, uh, how everything all wraps into how, uh, I lost my train of thought there for a second. Being able to be around this family, let me put it that way, and to see times to where I know that she's not feeling the great, but you can still see her pushing through. Like this, the the whole family is so tough to be able to be so strong and stick together because it would probably break a lot of people. Right. You know, um, this is like you said, four point three out of a hundred thousand people. So this is probably the only person. I'll ever meet, you'll never meet two people that suffer from this condition probably ever in your lifetime, let alone even meet one. Right. So, um, it's just, I I don't even know what to even compare it to, to be honest.
1: Yeah. So, actually, it's funny you mentioned you've had a lot of talks with Verdi about his mental health and and how it, Verdi's actually going to be a guest on this podcast next week. So Verdi's going to come on and, and tell his story in, in a whole. And he's going to tell his story on his transformation from where he was physically to where he is now. If, if that's going to be a fantastic episode, Verdi was around 300 pounds and the man is, is, is knocking on, you know, 100, you know, 200 and, and, and below and he's chiseled and, and he's puts in all the hard work and everything. So he's going to talk about, you know, his transformation and, and, and his mental health with that. Cause they did the whole him and, um, you know, him and Ace Evans during the, um, the pandemic, they did the whole slay the day where, you know, just trying to be positive and trying to, you know, trying to motivate people. But, um, how I came to be friends with Verdi is again, like you, I knew him from, from the wrestling shows and we talked at the wrestling shows, but we really wasn't. More than I'm a fan of wrestling and he was, and he's, you know, a a wrestler until this show was announced and I reached out to him and our bond started to grow because he was like, you reached out to me without even really other than just being a fan, not really knowing me and, and how much passion you're putting into wanting to spread the word of this show and spreading the word of what she's going through. And we started having conversations about the TN and how it affects her and how it affects him and the family. And, and then we started just growing a bond and our bond has grown since then. You know, I, w- I, I could tell you there was times during the pandemic where, you know, I was at the time of the pandemic, I lived alone and I was single. And so it was when we were on that shut in where we couldn't go out, I was I was, you know, not seeing people for the longest time. And we were in that transition spot of the podcast where we really didn't know what was next and what to do because of not being able to get together in the studio. And and Verde would check on me a lot because he knew that I was single and he knew that I lived alone and knew that I didn't get to see people and. You know, I couldn't see my parents, I couldn't see my family, I didn't see you guys. So he checked on me a lot and we just had a lot of good conversation and it was genuine and our friendship has just grown over time. And, you know, I, we talked about it on the, on the 200th, you know, how close, um, we now are to Verdi and Zach, his, his tag team partner, Zach Thomas and, and Not only are we excited of him chasing his dream and doing what he's doing in there, I I, I told him, I was like, you know, I'm honored and and grateful to be able to call you my friend. And with all these conversations and, and us growing closer and us just forming this bond that we have and having conversations about all of this that goes on with the family, you know, it's like it is, you know, it's. I felt like doing this episode and helping spread the word. Not only how much of a badass Holly Shagnon is, but just giving awareness for this debilitating disease is is something that um, needed to be done. It needed to be done to put a put an awareness. On something that a lot of people don't know about, and Verdi and Holly have a lot of people in their corner that love them, and a lot of people are supportive. A lot of people are there, but again, there's nothing that you know we we can support by spreading awareness and wearing teal, um, and that. But in a way, like you know, you've been there at the house when you've seen her coming out of it, or. You know, from earlier in the day or whatever, you, you, you kind of feel helpless. Like you said, you don't know what to say. It's kind of like you feel helpless. You're handcuffed. And, and I've done that, too, when I've seen her where she, I can clearly tell she's just had, you know, one of these attacks. And it's like you just feel helpless and, and your heart goes out knowing from the conversations what she's going through. And it's just it is just. So amazing how she and the family as a whole has taken this and how like you said, most people wouldn't be able to go through this.
2: I mean I imagine like it, would it, it yeah, it would, it would cause a split and a divide and, and resentment and and self loath, you know, like and I'm I'm pretty sure Holly has felt like that, like in her, her mind going through these these pains which affect your mental health. Like you, you probably go through, you're you're in such a loneliness when you're truly not lonely, but you have no other way of thinking because nobody could actually feel what you feel like. But you, you knocked it out of the park. You said that, you know, genuine, genuine was a word that you used. They they both are so very genuine. And I think that's why like their dynamic works. I've messaged Verdi plenty of times and told him how how proud I am of and jealous of that relationship. You know, right? Like, right. That's like that's goals. Like, I'm pretty sure anybody in our area that are actually friends with him probably agree with us too.
3: Right. Like,
2: right. the love yeah. through everything. Yeah, that's why- other, On yeah. both ends of it, you know, and like she knows that he's there no matter what, and he would literally like he is the the king and she is the queen.
1: That's why they're called the Dread King and the Dread Queen.
2: I'd like to see, you know, this thing about make a shirt. We need a shirt with, you know, the King and the Queen on it, you know.
1: Right. I, I know for that uh, benefit show, um, there is a shirt and, and I bought the shirt to show support. Um, Ace did it, you know, and just as to raise more money, it says, Trigeminal Neuralgia fears the Dread King Logan.
2: I remember that shirt.
1: And it was just that night at the benefit show was awesome. And Verdi and Ace had had their match. And they went on pretty early. They may have been first. And I believe they were first because Verdi then came out and sat with Holly for the entire show. Yeah. Um. And like you said that those are that's relationship goals to be able to have someone that you know through thick and thin is there by your side. And, and he had his match. He finished his match. He came out and he joined Holly for the rest of the show, uh, to be by her side. And at the end, they brought them both in the ring and Holly doesn't like attention on her. And she, <laughs> but, um, she it was just an amazing night and just the show of support and solidarity between so many people who care about these two individuals and their family was just amazing and i don't know if i can say i've met like you like i you said i hit the nail on the head genuine i don't know if i could say i've met a more genuine real couple than verdie and holly and to know everything that they go through on a day-to-day basis with this, with this condition is 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 amazing. To see, um, you know, just how strong they are because it would it would kill most of us. I mean, it would literally tear most of us apart. And I know, you know, it's this has kind of been called the, you know, this has been known to to lead to to suicide because people can't deal with with you know with it
2: that's um, why it's important to bring the awareness to it not just right. on that aspect of it but that's part of it right so Bringing awareness to it might help bring funding to studies so people could get properly diagnosed because i'm sure maybe you know some of those suicides that happened because of this disease were people that were misdiagnosed and only told it was a toothache yeah. told it was an abscess tooth they're told you know
1: whatever yeah. they're told and it's just you wrong diagnosis it. because it's, it's and then
2: it goes on forever you know right
1: right and they just they just don't um you know it's just it's just hard to understand that like it, it just would be so frustrating one of those one of those articles I mentioned talked about frustration of, of you know like you said wrong diagnosis of wrong diagnosis and it gets to the point where you know I've had things um, illnesses where I've been diagnosed wrong and you get frustrated because it's like you know can't they just figure out you know what's what this is so I can get treatment and figure out what it is that needs done or whatever what can help me you know with this um it it's it just and that's what is the part that can break people mentally is not realizing or not getting the answers that they need to to you know and it, and it's it's just not physical well-being it's the mental well-being as well we're like being able to understand okay this is what it is and and how can i not only attack this physically to keep me physically in a good spot but mentally in a good spot um i my hat goes off to her my hat goes off to the entire family um those are some strong people and you know it's it's amazing to see um the things that they um see and hear when we have conversations with you know verdi of things that they have to go through it's just amazing if you if you don't know or if you want to learn more about it um feel free to reach out to me and i can lead you in some direction to um some of the information that i have and i didn't go over everything all the research and stuff that i have today because we wanted to talk yeah. about it but we that, also that, like we're
2: it. not certified and yeah. you know like this is this wanted, is not that kind of podcast. We're not giving medical advice. Yeah, or. I
1: wanted to explain it so it could be kind of understood and kind of relatable. And then we wanted to talk about how strong Holly is and and how strong the family is and things that they go through and try to relate that way. But but if you, if you're wanting to learn more about it and information, you can reach out to me and I'll steer you in some directions of some of some articles and things that um, that you can look up if you're interested in learning more about it. But, um, today being, uh, trigeminal neuralgia, uh, awareness day, you know, it's a day that we can show our support by wearing teal. Um, it's a day that we can show our support by just being there for people who suffer from this and being there for the families that are going through this every day, right in the trenches with them. So, um, And it these things go a long way. I I know Verdi's told you this and he's told me this. Just the just the knowing that people care and people support. Um you know, it, it goes a long way with them. That that they're very they're very appreciative of the support they get and they get a lot of support from people. They're they're you know so they, they're they such amazing people that there's so many people out here that love them and care about them. So um, those are things that we can do, um, showing support and showing some solidarity um, to help raise awareness. And this is something that, you know, we need to mark on our calendars, you know, October 7th every year. Um, and it shouldn't be something that we just talk about once a year. It should be something it is is stays in the spotlight all year round because this isn't something that they suffer just one day a year. It's, it's definitely something that is, um, part of their everyday life. So well, Big Cass, I appreciate you for coming on and, and sharing your, um, stories and your relationship with the family and the things that you have, um, and the things that you've experienced with them and, and and your and your feelings for them and whatnot I know that um, it, it's not always an easy thing um, to talk about someone that you care about that is struggling but I appreciate you coming on and doing it
2: I, I you asked me to come on and I said yep absolutely you know um, I just hope it helps get the awareness out and um, we did them proud, did Holly pr- proud by doing this. Um, they're happy with what we tried to put out there and that we'll see them later on today.
1: Tonight is horror slams fifth anniversary show and, and Midwest scum, which is Verdi and his tag team partner, dread King Logan and Zach Thomas, they're having a match for the tag titles and, and, um, <clears throat> Holly is. Planning to be in attendance, so if there's anything that we can do, let's all show up with teal.
2: Yeah, if you if you are a listener and a fan of us because of the wrestling, and uh, you plan on being at the show later on tonight, uh, look up look up the the flyer, get the address, get the ticket info. It's going to be an absolute great show, but yeah, show
1: up, wear some I, teal. I I don't typically plug a lot of wrestling on this podcast, but this is going to be at the Knights of Columbus 4381 Larkin street in Detroit doors open at seven and bell time is eight general admission is $20. Um, You can buy tickets at the door, but um, if in any way that you are a listener to this and you're in the Detroit area and you may not be a huge wrestling fan, but you want to show a way to show some support, let's come on out to the show and just have some teal. And if you're a wrestling fan and listen to this, let's show up and have some teal and, and show some support to the family. So it's definitely something that, uh, with it being, um, today being the trigeminal neuralgia awareness day, it's definitely going to be a, a day that, um, it's going to be both good and bad for them. Um, so let's, let's, support how we can. Let's, we ask that you share this episode on social media um, so that we can get a bigger reach for this one because this one is is definitely something that we need to get awareness out for. And um, let's just continue to motivate, inspire, and, and um, encourage one another um, in whatever battles that we're going through. And, and I got it tattooed on my arm, but keep moving forward. There's going to be days where we... Take two steps back, but if we have the mindset that we keep moving forward, um, that's what's going to help us on a day-to-day basis with support and showing the encouragement for others. I think we'll call this an episode. I'm going to try to get some of the audio from Verdi's interview a couple years ago added on to the end of this. But again, I appreciate you for coming on. And you, you know this. You have an open invite to come back on um in, in any of the episodes that that uh, that you want to be on so and again holly verdi thank you for allowing us to spread some awareness of this um this and allowing us to talk about the two of you and your family on this episode um and we're both honored to call you guys family
2: yes definitely
1: the diagnosis um i don't know the time frame it was that you put that first video out logan okay, of so trigeminal neurology but i'll let you talk about it a yeah little. i'll give a little backstory
3: um so holly before march of because she was diagnosed with this in march of uh, 2019 okay um before that she woke up one morning she's like man i have this really bad earache and i, I was like well let's go um to the doctor, so she went to urgent care. Urgent care looked at it, she said, "Uh, just do these drops, all this stuff. And then uh, the earache started becoming more behind her eye and then it started streaming down to her jawline and then she couldn't figure out what was going on. It was mild little aches and pains. Okay. And then one day it was like this severe like, holy shit, what is happening right now? Drop to the floor, can't move. And I'm like, I got my hands in the air, like I don't know what's happening. And she gets up, she goes, something's really wrong. So we end up going to um, our uh, doctor, and she ended up going because I think I had to work. So she ended up going to the doctor, and they end up sitting there for like two hours trying to figure out what exactly was going on. And the doctor eventually came to the conclusion that it was a very rare case of trigeminal neuralgia. And um, from that moment on, we... You know, we kind of, we didn't understand it, you know, it's almost like uh, dumbfounded because you you don't know a lot about this, you hear something, you never think I'm going to have some strange thing ail me and it just comes out of nowhere. So we find out she has this trigeminal neuralgia and the doctor tells us we need to get uh, an MRI. So my goal was I kept putting money away to save up for an MRI because I barely used the insurance. Uh, so I couldn't meet the deductible to pay for it. And out of pocket, I had to meet uh, like $800. So, uh, every time I would get close to it, something would happen in our life that ended up draining the funds. Um, whether it be Christmas or tires on the car so she can drive around and, you know, do what she has to do. And, uh, eventually I went to Rob and I said, Rob, I, I don't know what to do, man. I am, I have no idea. And. Please don't kill me for saying this, Holly, but I really started freaking out because she started developing like a stutter at times. And I'm thinking, there's something going on up there possibly. Mm -hmm. So our main goal is to get her in for this MRI to at least evaluate what is happening in her brain to see what could be done possibly to try to stop this. But the unfortunate thing about trigeminal neurology is they say once it starts, it's permanent. It it could you there are small surgeries that you can do, um, but they it's like fifty fifty chances with a lot of them. Okay. A lot of people with the trigeminal neuralgia disease don't want to do the the uh, surgeries because it could actually skyrocket the pain to a whole new level if it doesn't take right. Um, <clears throat> there's so much information on it. it. It's there is but there isn't. It's like basic information. That's like every single thing says the same thing over and over again. So when you're trying to research something like this, it becomes discouraging because there's not a lot like known about it. I mean, when you see a disease called suicide disease, because a lot of people take their lives from this disease, it's uh, extremely scary. Um, I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose my wife to this. Um you're not going to she's so strong like it's uh it's it's very scary when i'm supposed to be the protector and you see this beautiful woman that you fell in love with you've been married to for 10 years been together for 12 two beautiful kids and she has to endure the most painful possible thing i could imagine at any time, it could drop her.
1: Yeah, I know this is hard on you to do this. You've had conversations with both Rob and myself. I haven't been it, open about it, though, you know. It's, like, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, so...
0: <clears throat> Edge of the Mind would like to thank our partners... Whirlwind Productions Detroit, Ruse Psychedelics, and our sponsors, Brain Jerk Entertainment, and JQuest Photography. Are you struggling? Need to talk to someone? Reach out to the Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255.